Digital Decipher. That's the name of today's little Wii transmission, Digital Decipher. And for today's little clip, I want to focus on what is actually real. Because I think more and more we're living in a world of facsimile. And I think the younger that we are, the harder it is to recognize that we are in this world of facsimile. And I want to speak about this a little bit in the context of neurological dis-ease. Some of those diseases would be diseases of the nervous system. And you don't necessarily have to have a nervous system dis-ease to have impact on your nervous system from this digital modern world. And all of these diseases are diseases which are part of modern the modern living, right? The modern age of de-evolution in many ways. So some of these diseases would be things like seizures, uh, what they call ADD, attention deficit disorder, or probably even the ADHD, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, Alzheimer's disease, multiple sclerosis, uh, Lou Gehrig's disease or ALS, Parkinson's disease, and these are diseases that seem to be on the rise as well, which is no surprise. A lot of these uh, diseases of modern society are very much on the rise, and I'm sure the hand rubbing intensifies when something like that happens. But these are diseases of the nervous system. And like I said, you don't even necessarily have to have a nervous system disease to be affected, to have your nervous system affected by the modernity of living. Just something as simple as, let's say, light, too much light, too much blue light at the wrong time of day could fiddle with someone's nervous system, right? Because this is how we process things. There are two types of nerve cells. There are the sensory nerves. This is coming from a little bit of an allopathic perspective, but anyway, the sensory nerves, which carry messages from a sense organs such as the eye to the brain and the motor nerves which carry messages from the brain or spinal cord to the muscles causing them to contract and do their work so we need both of these but they're also very distinct from one another but there are so many things in this world that keep us in this this stead that damages our nervous system and now if you look all over instagram everyone's talking about nervous system regulation or lack of regulation, dysregulation, and they're talking about some things that are good, but I really don't think they're hitting the nail on the head, especially when it comes to, to diet and, and many of the habits that they're promoting. But anyway, let's talk a little bit about um, the nervous system and neurological dis-ease and how many of the things of modernity cause uh, issues with this. So like I was saying, the lights of fluorescent bulbs, the lights of TV screens. Notice now that with all these HD uh, TVs or Talmud visions, the flicker rate is even higher than it used to be back in the day. That can cause intense overstimulation and even scarring of the nervous system. And for someone who's already compromised in many ways, that could be from vaccination, heavy metals, stress, all different types of toxicity, any type of stimulation is going to be even more deleterious to these individuals. Also things like, um, let's see, uh, smartphones of course would be something too that we even get more of this uh, blue light into our body. What I'm reading from right here is actually a little bit dated in regards to the whole smartphone ad, which is really only the last hmm, 2010, so I guess 13 years we're going on that now, so it's still 
it's been a while and we've all adapted to it or most of us have in a, a very rapid pace especially the younger set but it's still in its infancy if you think about it it's almost like when we think of the AI vaccination or transsexualism it's still in its infancy we really haven't seen the long-term consequences of these things so we live in a world where we don't have the natural light spectrum which doesn't have the biological effects of natural sunlight and when we try to mimic that with artificial light that basically is something that we have to digitally decipher because it's not the real thing it's almost like the idea of going to a concert and seeing an artist in real life live music as opposed to watching a replay of something online right and so many things we do these days they're not really real. They're beneficial in some ways, like it's enjoyable to watch something on the screen, but it's not the same as being there. This could even be said about some of the things that happened during Wade AI. We think about all of the gyms and spas and fitness studios closing and then people going online and doing online yoga and online fitness stuff. And that was probably a boon for many of these businesses, but you lost that connection of actually seeing something in real life. We also, of course, have all of these pesticides that are utilized in food, especially here in the States. Many of the pesticides that they utilize here in the States are actually abandoned parts of Europe. And these pesticides like organophosphate can cause uh, neurological symptoms. Uh, no surprise they're utilized for killing, quote, pests, right? But these can interfere with uh, our nerves and our muscles. That's why it's really important to eat organic, especially with the foods out there that are definitely glyphosate a lot more like let's say <clears throat> pardon me especially with grains and things like that oats particularly are heavily glyphosated corn wheat things like that and of course make sure if you're eating meat that they're not eating these uh, glyphosated organophosphate acided um, grains for their feed we also have uh, aluminum or what they call aluminium across the pond which of course would cause uh, nervous system dysregulation. There's also aluminum in cookware. It's also in deodorant and antacids and things like that. Uh, we have mercury from uh, amalgam fillings and also things like tainted fish. If you eat fish, you want to avoid the fish that are the larger fish and some of the ones that are on the list that are known for having heavy metals. And of course, a lot of canned food can also do that as well. I suggest using canned food on like, you know, an occasional thing, not like a, a staple of, of the diet. So there are many things that can happen from the pesticides, from, you know, mercury getting into our system, from dental work, from vaccination, as well as just being in this very overstimulated world. Even if it's a digital world, it's still a world that many of us are, are in in, right? And I even think with myself that especially during the bleed time, you know, during the moon time, the menstruation period, that's a time where I think it's it's very important for women to kind of go lean on the digital stuff because that's a private time. I know sometimes the way the modern society is structured that not all of us get to relax during that time. We may have jobs or others that we have to take care of, but historically when the world was normal, that time was very respected and revered and of course we didn't have all the screens and all that sludge that we have nowadays but anyway that's a time 
if you are, you know, a, a cycling lady that you might want to think about trimming back and just not, you know, taking in so much stuff and also leading up to the bleed, the luteal phase, you may feel more raw and more bold and you also may feel like posting stuff online that's very, you know, very truth forward. But you may say, oh, you know, I, I, maybe I, I overstepped by posting this and I didn't mean to post that. I mean, I think it's, it's, it's all okay. I would never apologize for, for telling the truth. But that's the time when we can be more raw and more bold. So sometimes it's good just to kind of take a, take a break from all of the shenanigans that happen online. Something else to consider when we're talking about a digital decipher and we're talking about what is real and what is not real. What about the clothing we wear? So many of the textiles we're utilizing these days are actually made of synthetic things. That whole thing had happened like I think in the 90s where they were telling people to wear clothing from like recycled soda bottles. I remember buying a, a polar fleece back in the day and it was being touted as being made from like a thousand plastic bottles. That's not really good stuff. Uh, what's better is natural fabrics, and sometimes these aren't necessarily as available. Things like silk and wool and cotton, linen, things like that. The body recognizes these things. A natural fiber has an individuality or uniqueness that the nervous system recognizes as something familiar, as something that is proper. Plastic and synthetics with their numbing uniformity of texture are like junk food for the nervous system. They stimulate, but they do not nourish. Also with the toys that we give youngsters these days, uniformly stamped plastic, lifeless gadgets with none of the creativity or the originality or even the mistakes of an old doll made by someone's aunt or a leather baseball mitt carefully oiled throughout the years. Even the sense of smell has been invaded by imitation smells from perfumes to air fresheners. And I think this even includes essential oils and spices. I'm pretty much almost fragrance-free these days. I don't use the fragrance in my cosmetic or skincare. I don't do it for laundry stuff. I don't do it for cleaning supplies. And I've gone really low on utilizing spices and things um, because I became vitamin A conscious and many spices, of course, are high in vitamin A. So now when I'm around those spices or if I'm around those smells, or if I happen to eat something randomly like that, it really tastes incredibly strong. And it got me thinking the other day, I had something with turmeric and I haven't had turmeric in a really long time. And I'm like, whoa, I'm like, what, what if we scaled back and we didn't have all these stimuli, all the spices, all the fragrances, all the lights, all the synthetic textiles, what, what could we think? Who would we be? It's an interesting question to consider, especially when you look at the trend with food across the board, especially the plant-based food. It's always to use heaps of spices. Everyone's using essential oils or some type of fragrance. And I think that all of this invites a type of dysregulation for the nervous system. And these things really don't smell that good. If you really want something to have a good smell, you want to use the whole extract of the plant. You don't just want to utilize the essential volatile oils. There would really never be a situation in nature where you would just have the volatile oils. That's almost like a perversion of a natural thing. It makes me think it's what's happened to a lot of these plants that they now call drugs. They take the coca leaf, it becomes cocaine. They take the opium plant, it becomes heroin. Even what they're doing with cannabis these days, taking the flower of ganja, 
and then distilling it into all these vapes and things like that, that's very, very different than actually utilizing it in more of a, you know, a primitive or a tribal fashion. And that becomes really doing something in almost like a digital or a fake way. It's a facsimile of what it actually was. So care of the nervous system is really the hygiene of the senses. The care of the nervous system is the hygiene of the senses, right? We talk about racial hygiene a lot in the broadcast, but now we're talking about hygiene of the senses, which I would consider actually part of racial hygiene. We are biologically programmed to have a rich sensory experience in life. Through the eyes, we must see the varied landscapes, the bright colors, the flowers, the people and the paintings in all full spectrum light. Through the ears, we need the sounds of the animals, the wind, the trees, the music, singing, and the human voices. The taste buds need the rich taste and textures of natural foods, not imitation, quote, flavor-enhanced foods with natural flavors or MSG or artificial flavors. The sense of touch wants natural fibers, the feel of the waves, the cool lake water. We need human caressing and the touch of animals and all this Oyid culture. The Oyid culture is completely against all of this. I mean, think about what's happened in the last couple of years with sex robots and even in the last 20, 30 years with the advent of all of these sex toys. And people have become more inorgasmic as they promote all of these toys. Isn't that ironic? And with the sense of smell, we need to experience the natural perfume of flowers, ripening fruit, fruit, <laughs> compost piles, human sweat, bread baking, and stew simmering on the stove. And yes, I said compost piles. Personally, I would rather smell a compost pile, manure, poop, feces, whatever you want to call it. I would rather smell that, which is a natural smell. It's not an amazing smell, let's be honest. But I'd rather smell that than some nasty ass Febreze or Axe or any of this disgusting shit. I'm sure many of you listening understand what I'm saying. The prevention and treatment of neurological diseases can never be accomplished by a pill, nor even with herbs or natural medicine. It involves a complete change in environment and lifestyle, change in which all artificial sensory stimuli is replaced with genuine food for the senses. It calls for the replacement of all that is artificial with articles of genuine materials and the elimination of cold music, TV, radios, CDs, and tapes as much as possible. Instead, go to a concert, put up a bird feeder, learn to play an instrument, join a choir, sing in the shower. If you must work in front of a computer or under a fluorescent light, do so in front of a window and take breaks to be outdoors. Eat foods that have not been, one second, have not been sprayed with pesticides. Put flowers and plants in your home and office and wear natural fiber clothes. Give your partner a massage, pet your dog or cat, and buy an original watercolor or oil painting from someone you know. This is the main therapy for prevention and treatment of neurological disorders. Even in the these measures do not bring a complete remission. They will put a quality into all aspects of one's life and also may just alter the course of humanity as we enter the new millennium. And if you're listening to this, perhaps you don't have a type of serious neurological disease. I sure hope not. If you do, you know, that, that's what it is. But 
this can be implemented for all of us. It isn't just for someone who's dealing with an intense neurological disease like ALS or Alzheimer's or Parkinson's. This is for all of us because we're all living in this digital age. We're all in this age of Aquarius, right? And it's not necessarily all a bad thing with um, technology. It's just that it's being utilized in very nefarious ways. And sadly, it's replacing real life. That's really the problem. And it's becoming transhumanism. Uh, and also something too is that this cultural dimension that the digital world exists in, like Oyedeya is part of the cultural dimension, transsexualism, veganism, miscegenation, you know, all of these things that in nature would, wouldn't even stand a moment of conversation, let alone allow it to flourish. All of these things are not real, but the consequences are. And that's something to really consider. The digital world is not real, but the consequences are. So how do we make peace with that? How do we enjoy digital communication? How do we enjoy doing commerce online, connecting with humans, but not allowing it to suck us dry? I think it's all about a balance, and it's about realizing that the cultural dimension is not real and that there is more to life than just living through a screen. I think that's really the important thing to drive home, especially for the younger set who really grew up so enmeshed in this. I mean, I'm old enough to remember having to rewind a cassette tape to hear the best part of the song again, right? I mean, a lot of people don't remember those days, right? So I think for the younger ones who don't even really socialize in real life the same way that many of us did and still do, this is particularly important for them to hear. So I think that's all I have to say for this little tidbit right here. Think about these things. Think about what you're doing in your life every day that is real, that really is a facsimile, that is really just part of a cultural dimension that's not really real, yet it has real consequences. Think about what you're putting on your body, even if it's natural. Think about what you're eating, even if it's natural. And maybe you want to experiment with going fragrance-free like I have and eating less spiced food, which means eating a lot of less low vitamin A. Uh, high vitamin A foods as as well. I mean, you, you might feel completely and totally different and you might say to yourself, you know, I've tried a lot of things, but I sure didn't try this. And, and now I feel in a way that's really, really centered. I think that's really important to, to make this distinction because there's so many things out there that are designed to divert us and keep us focused only on the digital. So remember, decipher the digital and that the cultural realm is not real, but the consequences are. Hear the birds chirping in the back right there. I'm going to go inside and have some lunch. I just orated this piece whilst I was walking on my land. Wishing everyone an amazing Tuesday, the 21st. We're in Pisces now. Age of Aquarius, sign of Pisces. Of course, that's within the, the tropical zodiac, not the sidereal. Feels like spring is on the horizon. I'm bidding everyone a wonderful day, wherever they are in this big white world. And we will be connecting again soon on the next tidbit. Satnam.